Oh, hello, folks. It's uh, Ken David Stewart back. It seems like I can't stop saying hello, folks, instead of hello, people, or change it up to human beings, something. Okay. Uh, so we were kind of getting into uh, the light demon. Uh, my novel, which I look back now, was just published last year. Uh, on Amazon.ca, Amazon.com, basically a story about the quest to find Ogopogo, the legendary cryptid or cryptozoology lake monster from um, from Lake Okanagan in British Columbia, Canada. Um, okay, I said I was going to recommend um, another artist to you today. Uh, that's on Sound, SoundCloud, and I hope I got the name right. Uh, the name, it's a lady, her name is Amelda May, but she has a song, a track called Call Me. Very, very good. Uh, highly recommend that people uh, give that a good listen to. Even buy the track if you really want to be good. Okay, here's chapter four. So what about your grandpa's story? Do you really think he saw Ogopogo, Gary asked? Do you believe in Ogopogo? Wally said, answering a question with a question. Sure, he laughed. You're talking to a guy who sees reptilian creatures practically every day. I'll take that as a yes, Wally said. What about you, Wally? Do you believe that your grandpa actually had a real encounter with Ogopogo? Oh, I believe that he encountered something that he couldn't explain, Wally replied cautiously. On the subject of the paranormal, I must admit that I'm somewhat of a skeptic. Why is that, Gary asked. There's just been so much fakery over the years, Wally answered. Let's take Bigfoot as an example. Have you ever seen the so-called video that was supposed to be of uh, Bigfoot in the early 60s? No, but I saw some still photos taken from the film. My dad showed them to me in a copy of Argosy magazine, Gary answered. Okay, we'll hold it right there uh, for a second. I don't know if Argosy Magazine's even around anymore, but um, I remember my dad did actually show me the pictures from, I think, 65 of uh, pictures that were supposedly taken of, uh, of Bigfoot uh, running away from, I don't know, the two guys who were, who were there in the bush. And um, it's still very controversial to this to this day. Uh, the other thing I was going to mention, just a little off topic, so I'm using a Yuntab uh, tablet this time, uh, you know, to to read for me rather than using my actual book and my magnifying glass. So what did you think, Wally asked? Did you think the pictures were real or not? They look pretty real to me, Gary answered, especially the photo where the creature appeared to be running away from after spotting the hunters. Have you ever thought how easy it would be to have a big man dress up in a black bear or gorilla costume? When I study the photos closely, I can swear I can see a silver uh, zipper running up the creature's back. Okay, that's just Bigfoot, Gary said. All right, let's take UFOs as another example. A couple of decades ago, there was all this excitement about these super clear close-up pictures of alien spacecraft. The guy who claimed to have taken these pictures was a one-armed farmer from the Netherlands. I believe that his name was Billy Mirror or something similar to that. 
Anyway, years later, after he and his wife had split up, she told the press that her ex-husband had faked all his pictures using models of UFOs that he made in his workshop. Okay, but this doesn't pertain to lake monsters, Gary said. Fair enough. Let's talk about lake monsters, starting with the granddaddy of them all, the Loch Ness Monster, Wally said. Have you ever heard of the famous surgeon's photograph? Oh, of course. The picture was featured on the cover of the first Tim Dinsdale books on the Loch Ness Monster, Gary replied, on the first edition. Very good. Did you know that it was faked? No, I had no idea. It looked so real. Indeed it does, but it was revealed in the 1990s that what is really pictured in the photo is a toy model submarine adapted to look like a sea monster, Wally said. Then there's Manapogo, the supposed lake monster in Lake Manitoba. Some farmer claimed that he shot Mani Manapogo when he spotted it resting where the shore met his land. He said that he was able to drag the dead creature into his barn for self-keeping. There was a rumor that the RCMP were called in to investigate. The story went on to say that the farmer offered the RCMP officers a deal. He would allow the RCMP to take the carcass of the dead lake monster with them, and he would swear never to tell any, anyone what happened. The farmer asked the RCMP officers for $200,000 to close the deal. As the rumor spread, the media contacted the RCMP, and the RCMP press agent told him the story was preposterous. Okay, I think I'm going to hold it at, uh, at there right now. Uh, just a short little reading today. Thank you very much for listening once again. Uh, you know, play these tracks as much as you want. Recommend them to your friends. Um, reblog them if you're well, I'll call reblog, call repost some podcasts, I guess. Okay, so uh, just thanks a lot, people.